Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. We are back after being lazy for a week. What are, what are our excuses? Uh, you, by popular you, demand. You were jet setting. I was. I was in Cannes uh, in France. Reese, what was your excuse? You put it in care, which was a bit annoying. I think it's true, though, right. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> John, what was our excuse? Apathy. Yeah. Disgust. Could Apathy. be us. I was brought up correctly. If you've got nothing good to say, say nothing at all. Thank you for listening to more than just a podcast. We'll <laughs> 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 be back next week. Goodbye. Thank you. Good night. I've got a confession to make. Go on, Sean. I haven't watched the last three games. I'll join you on the last game. I didn't watch Man City. I didn't watch Stoke. I didn't watch QPR. Am I going to be the... I'm not, I'm not even on... <laughs> I haven't even watched it on Match of the Day. That's the oh. apathy I've got where I just can't be asked to watch West Ham at the moment, which is a bit sad. It is a sad state of about West Ham. It's <coughs> sadder that we, spare, we part with money to go and watch them. I mean, obviously I've read articles, etc., but I haven't been bothered to watch hey, them. I bet you've been writing them as well, haven't you? Yeah. yeah, but not about the matches. I've been writing them, but not about so the let's matches. Let's flick through the matches. Manchester City was shit. Crucial <laughs> <laughs> PR, they were shit. Anyway, go on. Uh, anyway, you haven't <laughs> said, how was your journey and how are you and everything else yet? How's your journey, Reese? Uh, yeah, I nipped in in front of the bus down the road, which is good. Saved yourself about 30 yeah. seconds. <laughs> Saved myself, yeah. yeah. Uh, how are you, John? Yeah, I'm very well. Oh, Excellent. Sean? Top of the morning to you. That's that then. Yep. Uh, let's quickly run through the two games. I don't think there's much to say about any of them, really. The less said about Man City, the be- better. Who watched it? I watched that game. Oh, we watched, watched it. It, it was well, on the TV. Right? It was very, very, very poor. I felt compelled to watch it. I felt I had to. Uh, I, spent, I spent the whole time just wishing, wishing three o'clock would turn up so that I could watch Villa Liverpool in the semi-final of the FA Cup. 
I want to claim one small <clears> thing. <throat> I did an opposition view. What? what? I did an opposition view. Okay. For the official Man City website. <laughs> where I, pred- where I predicted <laughs> oh. that we would lose 2 now. So, small comfort, I got it right. But you also didn't give the podcast a plug. Yeah, I just did. gave yourself a plug. Basically, I didn't give myself a plug. They just wrote what I do, and then yeah, no, but you, you must have told them. them. That, no, I didn't. They just picked it, I guess, from my Twitter profile or something. Does your Twitter profile not say more than a podcast? It does, on it? it does, but they decided not to put that in. I guess. I think you're yeah. telling but lies. They just put lap dancer instead. Anyway, West Ham possession thirty-three percent. But I didn't think you'd have that many shots, to be fair. Yeah, nine, nine shots, three on target. To be fair, to their thinking three back on the game, target, there was about eight, one or two mm. right at the end, right by the end. Not right by the end, but like last 20 minutes I'd or so. pretty much turned off by then, I think. Oh, no, Cole missed it, didn't he? He was one on one. Never. Which was a... For those of you sharp shot. on maths, you'll work out that if we had 33%, they had 67%. Possession. Shall we move on to QPR? Yeah. No, hang on, hang on. Um, I didn't watch the game, so I'm going to ask a few questions. Because I put a little bit in the flashpoints. Why? Oh, Ginger nice. Pele, yeah. his fault of the own goal? Not necessarily. No. <laughs> he tried to... It was just a freak. Hmm. And obviously Aguero, I saw the Aguero goal. That's about all I did see. The, the Silver was yeah. um, stretched off after Coeti right elbow. Was that... Was that Sending off a fence or anything, or just accidentally? Depends how you view it. I think the referee got it right because I honestly don't think he meant that. It looked like he was just running in his stride and he was just swinging his elbows. Yeah, they put, um, yeah. It didn't look like he was necessarily trying to do him. It's got him though, didn't he? With the, yeah, with the goals though, especially the second one, as good as their one was, it's just poor. It's just. Lazy. Should passes. they have beaten us more than two 0 Is my final question. I think honestly, if I can't for the life of me remember, the ch- there was a chance right by the end as well. There were. Yeah, <laughs> it should have. Been, I can't remember what the chance was. There was a chance <laughs> right by the end. Yeah. There were. I know Cole had his one as well, but City were lucky to show how poor City were that it was a two 0 win. How did um uh, Amalfitano and Nenny get on? Did they play well? <laughs> no. No. Well, I'm probably all right, but I just want to mention a, a, a tale of two halves of the season. Remember, we did beat Man City at home. I remember. I, re- I, I was I, there. I, I remember. I remember, I remember. That, that first half of the season seems like a dream now. <laughs> Were you Dutch? <laughs> <laughs> it does, though, doesn't it? It just seems that. Yeah, but it was just waiting to fail, wasn't it? <coughs> according to that's Mark, what according to I remember. Yeah. I've, I've got a screenshot <laughs> when we were third, and I'm going to say it, third in the Premier League, and at Christmas Day we were fourth. What happened? What the hell happened? Anyway, reality. QPR nil, West Ham nil. At least there were goals in the first. We had eight shots, two on target, <laughs> with 46% possession. They had 18 shots with seven on target. And Mr. Penalty. And Mr. Penalty had a goal disallowed. No, Shouldn't I, have again, been disallowed. Again, my points I've put in here. Should not have been disallowed. I agree. Handball from Ginger Pele again. Well, not again, oh, but he's obviously he's... He, um, at, was, again, I didn't see it. Was was <laughs> it a stupid handball from Pele? <laughs> or he, he just, just kind of runs with his hands up. Yeah, you he know love how you call him Pele. Hmm? You call him Pele, not even Ginger Pele. Ginger Pele. It's just... The free kick was good. Yeah. What, the I think Cresswell's Cresswell's playing himself a move. 
I'd be a bit worried about him, yeah. Saved by... Don't don't um, worry about him, Rhys. Saved by... Don't worry about him. He'll be all right. He'll be all right, but I don't think the club will. Former Hammer hero... I'm sure we'll find another left-back somewhere. Robert Green. Yeah, but if if you're going down the old... uh, Who else was it that hasn't been able to pass? Adrian, did you know that he set a record as the first Premier League keeper to set a record of three consecutive penalties saved? No, I didn't know that. Yep. Not a lot of people know that. Well done. He tweeted it, didn't he? He did. Nobody else knew that fact, but he did. I actually, I was was working, I listened to it on the radio, and they they were calling him the... uh, quirky goalkeeper and the eccentric goalkeeper and sort of like I guess that stems from his penalty shootout win and his fiery attitude temperament yeah temperament is the word I went went all Norwichy there as well (laughs) so so my final question here QPR Richard Dunn headed in goal ruled offside right was it ruled offside was it no he's jumping at the keeper he's ruled for a foul basically he's jumped and and caught it and was it Corker Corker's headed it out of his hands but they both had their eye on the ball he's just not managed to keep yeah you you can't touch goalies I think we were lucky I think if it was the other way round you would be thinking why have we not been given that and Mm. Yeah. If it's you can't touch a keeper. And also, a special, special mention for Adrian at the end. That save you showed oh, me. Oh, save was brilliant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right at yeah. the end. Right at the end. Really, really good save. Respect the point, though, people? Away QPR who... Uh, it'd be good to send Are them they down, down by the way? I hope so. I hope they've still got a little bit of life left in them and then go down. Do you? So the Do draw's you care whether they go result. down or not? Or yeah, it's a London derby. You want as little London derbies as you can. I don't I just don't like Tony Fernandez, if I'm honest with you. Nothing against QPR fans. Hoops. Hoopers. Hoops. Sean. <laughs> Hoopers. Sean, can you please introduce the next part of the podcast? Let's hear what the gaffer had to say about the board draw. Respect the point. Respect the point. Sam, your thoughts on that result and performance? Well, I think after the penalty save and before the penalty save, is, there's not a lot for us to... I've been too concerned about in terms of QPR what they created today, and I think that probably our disappointment is just spurning the, the real golden chances we had, um, hitting them on the counter attack today, where um, it hasn't just brought us that that little one nil victory that we were probably looking for. But everything else was okay. We matched the effort and the battling qualities of QPR first, which is them fighting for the lives at the bottom of the Premier League, and then. For us, it's about how good you are in possession when they start throwing more and more men forward. And we certainly had, towards the end, three or four fantastic opportunities just to just to put the ball in the back of the net and, um, and didn't quite make the pass right or the finish wasn't well quite good enough. And, and of course, in the end, um, the clean sheet was the most important thing today. We've been shipping far too many goals, put that right, give us an opportunity to win on several occasions. Uh, Sadly, as, as it's been for a while, not, not able to convert the chances we created today. We've talked a bit in, before about mental strength and holding on towards the end of what you got. So you must be happy that you've held on to draw today. Yes, I am. I mean, uh, in the sense that we had the better chances towards the end of the game, not, not QPR, you know. And so, so we were the ones that, if we were going to score for me, it would have been a big mistake for one of our players, I think, for them to have scored. But with them pushing so many men forward, the amount of times in the last five or ten minutes we had opportunities in their box, one-on-ones, uh, uh, last, uh, going against the last man, quality of ball in the box not quite right, quality of the finish particularly 
Sheku, you know, just a simple side foot in, push over that. I thought Alan Cresswell's free kick were in. I thought it's an unbelievable save from Greeny. But in saying that, our, our goalkeeper is absolutely magnificent. There's three penalties on the trot he saved. And, and he, he is he is having one magnificent season. And uh, and it shows uh, what the qualities of a goalkeeper mean for you. Because that's obviously today won as a point, the penalty save. And, you know, for me, young Reese Burke then is another standout man making his debut. Um, getting a clean sheet away from home at QPR, fighting, who were fighting a relegation battle, shows his mentality was very good. We know about his ability, but his mentality to handle today's fixture was uh, was exceptionally good. And what was your um, what did you make of the penalty decision and also the claim that Richard Dunn's goal, which was disallowed? Well, you can't touch a goalkeeper. I mean, that's as simple as that, isn't it? You know what I mean? So you know, we can all complain about this, that, and the other. I can complain about about the fact that uh, QPR should never have any gotten near a penalty with a foul on Coyote in midfield when, when Henry just smashes him, you know what I mean? And the trouble is a lot of these decisions are so inconsistent by the same referee in the same game is our problem today. We have to accept that different referees make different decisions in a game across the board, week in and week out. But when you get a game where referees make decisions that are inconsistent in the same game is what frustrates us. And I think we saw a lot of that today. Some were fouls, some weren't fouls. Um, so, obviously, that in the end has not cost us anything. But, yes, it was a penalty. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And uh, probably, I, I suppose, probably should have been booked, I suppose. But, you know, um, wasn't a goal-scoring opportunity because it wasn't going to go anywhere. Shot was off target, was going over the bar, plenty of men in around it. So, you probably would have maybe sort of yellow card but it's not about about that really it's about the fact that we we were in a position to win this game from start to finish um, and sadly for us today where the chances created didn't quite uh, convert it into a into a 1-0 win there you go what do you think John yeah I think he got that spot on never his fault his voice was quite Always high this week wasn't it I think he done it he, he should as I, as I tweeted out after the game I tweeted victory a one-one draw, and we get we win the point. Nil-nil, nil-nil. We win the point. So yes, well, he got we, what he wanted. Well, do you know what? When you look at the stats and you look at what happened in the game with the penalty and Adrian's performance, you think actually we did quite well to get a point. We certainly didn't <sighs> deserve a win. Well, it's a team still fighting for something, isn't it? How did Amalfitano and Nenny get on? <laughs> <laughs> I think you know that. Only too well. Is Amalfitano out of contract? No, he's just signed a new one. He's just signed a new one. He did sign one. Why did we get Nene? No, no, no. Nene. 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 He has a history of scoring goals. He's called him Nene. But he doesn't He doesn't go on, does he? He's got. Who was it last season? Borriello. He had like a six-month holiday. He's not going to get on, is he, when you've got the likes of Carton Cole? Hey. When you've got the likes of Carton Cole to come on. Nene will be going. Nene. I don't think he's been coming. Nonny. 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 I find it hilarious still at this stage. Our only hope when our strikers are injured is Colton Cole. He's going. He's a football genius. He'll get nothing and then be like, can I come back? (laughs) Again. Anyway. The chance... That's probably one of the last... How many more? Three more (laughs) gaffer have to say if if we have three more podcasts. I wonder if there's a new manager, you're going to have to come up with a new voice. Yeah. Let's hear what the Scottish tosser has to say. 
Who's that? It's a bit rude, isn't it? Graham uh, Sooners. Uh, Graham Moyes. Uh, Graham Norton. Graham Moyes. I used to work with someone called Graham Moyes. I know you Moyes. did. Why you Do you remember when you wrote on the running order, <laughs> Graham Moyes? <laughs> Why are you calling David Moyes a tosser? He's not a tosser. He's nice. He's, He's really nice. Lovely. He's nice. He's really <laughs> lovely. <laughs> Don't start me off. Bless him. Oh, question. 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 Um, that wasn't <laughs> meant to play. Sorry, everyone. Oh. Uh, the Charlton <laughs> Athletic Supporters Trust complaint. Sure, more on the deuce is this. What on earth is this about? I think last week or <laughs> the week before when we weren't uh, recording, the, the Guardian ran a story, which is a bit of an old story, but I wasn't aware of it. As you know, Barry Hearn, friend of the podcast, the late Norrie, <laughs> spent years attacking the Olympic Stadium and it, it, it and it just hasn't fallen down <laughs> the, the siege <laughs> the siege of the siege <laughs> the stadium is under attack <laughs> release the drawbridge so it appears, uh, <laughs> it's not Charlton itself but the Charlton Athletic uh, Supporters Trust and in particular someone called Richard Hunt who, who's a <laughs> member of the um, committee he actually lives abroad he doesn't even live in London or just, all this uh, country just carry on with that from um, there Richard Hunt he for the last 18 months, he's been submitting freedom of information requests, he's been making complaints to European Union, and it's his complaints, continuous complaints, that has raised this whole antitrust issue. So, you may or may not be aware that the um, European Commission has been looking into various Dutch teams, they're looking into Spanish teams at the moment, including Real Madrid, who sold, allegedly sold their training ground for like 21 million to the... um, Government. local uh, city council and it was worth a fraction of that um, into what state aid and apparently state aid's been given to other s- Spanish um, clubs as well by just giving them money to rebuild the stadium. So they're using that, this antitrust thing of state aid to say well actually it's the same thing for um, Olympic Stadium and they're saying look, Arsenal didn't, couldn't afford, it cost them thousands to rebuild uh, or build uh, the Emirates when they move from Highbury, and why should West Ham get it for fifteen million and two million pound a year? It's not fair, they say. What, 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 what they what, say is it affects not only Leighton Orient, but it affects Charlton and it affects Millwall, um, and and it affects other. What was the other one they gave? I hope uh, it does. Um, yeah, Charlton, Millwall, and Leighton Orient. But where does it end? Someone made a joke of, well, you know, teams in... It's so easy to get to the Olympic Stadium. Does it... The whole of South of England? Can France I, as well? I asked you... I actually tweeted France. you this question, Sean. <laughs> France, yeah. You, you and your man Hugh, I tweeted you both the question. So how, how come this issue, or what was the deal different for Man City after the Commonwealth Games? Because yeah. they, actually, they actually got that... That was purposely built for them after the Commonwealth Games. Well, I think so the difference with Man City, one, it was a longer time ago. Not that long ago. No, but, but Man City pay more rent than we do. No, they don't pay, they now bought it, haven't they? No, no, absolutely not. No? I don't know. I think, I think you find that. No, out they pay £4 million from memory, uh, and they buy the ni- naming rights as well. Well, yeah, I'd like, I'd, I would like that to be clarified, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, no, I, I did clarify it and I did look at it. Man City do pay more. Uh, rent. Uh, the cost of the stadium obviously was a lot less. A lot um, less. A lot it was purposely less. Purposely built for football for them afterwards. 
Yeah, but the, the conversion was a lot lower. I think their contribution was a lot higher, and they bought the naming rights, which they sell on for profit, by the way, which then actually means their rent is almost free, but that's another question. But I, I mean, but question. What, what they've asked for, since mm. the... And we're going to move on to this. Since the season ticket prices, reduced season prices have been announced, they're asking for a review of the rental agreement, which I've got a copy of, but it's redacted. So it's, it's got so much scrubbed out, you can't really make sense of it. And they say that basically, because we've got a 54,000-seat stadium, <laughs> that... Well, <laughs> <laughs> where's a thousand? <laughs> that 19,000 spare capacity is basically promotional. They say, you know, we've got 35 already, we can probably fill that, but the 19,000 will just become promotional and we will just sell it cheap to flood the market and it will mean that, that all the surrounding clubs in London suffer because of that. But is, could that be true? Do they have a point? Do Charlton... It's, no, no, it's, not, the, it's the same thing that... Well, they'd still probably do. Fulham did that. Fulham did cheap tickets. Cheap. They used to advertise cheap Premier League tickets and used to get used to get just random people that would be like, oh, let's go and watch a Premier League match because we're in London this weekend. The difference between that and West Ham's one is West Ham have a core fan base of about thirty-five to 40,000 people that will go no matter what. Yes or, yes or no? Yeah. Why not? So you will still... You, will, you sell out Upton Park. What's Upton Park? 36. 35. 35 and you, you, will, you are guaranteed... 35,016 is the official... Bar, bar maybe it one, is. maybe stretch to 2,000 people. That will be near enough sold out. Yes or no? Oh, right. Burnley, not, I'm still saying, is I'm not, so, yeah, it's I'm, only sold out this weekend because they've done Kids for a Quid. They've marked not it. The, they've marked it at Kids it's for a Quid to sell it out. Yeah. yeah, but you've got to take the whole it's thing not, into it, it's not like the It's not the fact that West Ham now are only getting 10,000 people every week and then once the Olympic Stadium, you jump the 50. There's no. not going to be that big a jump in the state, yeah, they yeah, are going to have people want to come. If they sell but loads of cheap tickets for a fiver, that's, you, you, will people... But, People aren't going to go and watch Charlton or go, go and watch Millwall anyway. Yeah, why would they? That's, a good that, point. That, that's the thing. It's not like Charlton and Mill. If Charlton and Millwall were in the Premier League, fair enough, because it's their competition, their market. But it's it's people aren't going to wake up one day and be like, oh, you know what? Uh, I, I fancy watching Millwall this weekend. But the fact is, it's watching Premier League football. Do you know what? They, that's they, one of the, hang on one sec. That's the most best thought-out response I've ever had from you on hey. this podcast. Well, you let me talk. Best <laughs> night ever. <laughs> let me talk. Go on, John. But it, it's all—it's all relevant to the fact that you know you say like they, um, the Burnley games only just sold out. Well, it would do. We haven't won for twelve games. We're playing. Yeah, shit. It's not exactly. It's not. It's not. To come and watch mm, it's all relative to what's on the pitch. If we were in well, champ, if we were going you for Champions League, you offered a ticket for Saturday. He said no. Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so you know you've. You, if you're going to be competing for Champions League and competing for comp- um, cup competitions, you'd sell out all the time, wouldn't you? Mm. And if and fifty um, thirty five to fifty five isn't that impossible to fill out? Yeah. No. The talk, the talk there, where their argument falls down, is based on the fact that they're saying the seats are so cheap. Well, the seats are going to be so cheap, which is where we're going to go to next. It's because we're all getting mugged over by this... Nice know, nice segue to the next... By news. the view. We, we, we're getting told that they're the cheapest seats and cheapest that. But in, in, in relative terms, there won't be. For us who have still been going all these years, 
and is sitting even in the worst seats, we're going to be up banding and paying more money. That's the thing. So that move takes us nicely to our next next item on the agenda, which is the ticket pricing debate. Yeah. So I, I so was invited to a. You were you were on a. Well, invited to a press briefing at the Stratford um, Reservation Centre last Wednesday. Um, I couldn't make it because they gave me about <laughs> six hours' notice, but I joined via a conference call, as did the the Daily Mail and KUMB and um, Blown Bubbles as well. And we were given the season ticket prices. Um, as you'll know now, band one, £899 reduction of 3%. Band two, 799 reduction of 7%. Band three, 599 reduction of 25%. And band four, 499 reduction of 23% on uh, the prices that will be next season. So that just off the top of your head. But yeah, it was. Yeah. But and a band five, 289, which will obviously be in the gods behind the goals of several thousand, which will be the cheapest Premier League season ticket ever. Uh, £10 lower than Man City, not which ever. they've only got. Yeah. Well, not ever, but, but, but in so current you, terms. But that percentage. <laughs> not ever. Yeah, it's a stupid <laughs> thing to say. No, you don't, At the moment. You've got, you got, you got sort of um, pre-text, actually, with the fact that the season tickets are going up this season by, is it 5%? 5%. So the season tickets this year are going up by 5%. And then next year, when you move into Olympic Stadium, you're getting a, some people are getting it's only 3%. So their tickets have still gone up. But the thing is, yeah. you're still, you're going to be paying more anyway because they've cleverly from the outside, you'd be like, oh, look at that. West Ham fans are getting 20% off tickets. Yeah, if that's if you want a worse seat, if you want the same quality seat where well, they go up, where it might only have gone and this, this, I looked this up on the West Ham website. There was a question and answer about the Olympic Stadium. It yeah. said, what is meant by a comparable seat? It says, a comparable seat is one in an equivalent price band and similar location to the seat occupied for the final season at the bowling ground. However, given the obvious differences in shape and seating layout and the capacity of two grounds, no two seats will exactly be comparable. <laughs> so so the quality of each set and sightline is subjective. Yeah. So that's just so they, they, they don't know. When I went to the briefing, they went, wow, you know, there was a bit of wow. And, and then I said, well, you know, we need to know context. We need, we so, need a map, don't we? We so need a we map need of bands. We need a diagram of mm. how many seats are in each band. And we need to know where those seats are. You and they're the, not prepared to give it at <clears> the moment. And I said, well, that doesn't give context to it. So we don't know how good this deal is. I wrote an article which I got. Accused by Where the did you write that? West Ham press director <laughs> of being shitty. Where did you write that article? I wrote that on Clarence Hugh. Mm. And he said, it was so negative, Sean, that I said, will people have to step up a band? And this was from you two guys talking on WhatsApp to me. Full credit to you two guys. Will people well, have to give step it up us on a band? Air. Don't, yeah. give, don't give it to us on um, Of when... You know, in other words, we're band four at the moment, right? We sit behind, uh, to the right of the goal in the Trev Brooking lower. Mm -hmm. If we want to be on the lower tier and behind the goal, will we have to step up to band three? And therefore lose and our discount. Yeah, mm. so, and they didn't, they didn't answer that. So we, we, they said, you will have to wait until you have your appointment at the Stratford Reservation Centre. And oh. guess what? That's not till at least at the very earliest December this year or at the very latest, February next year, until we find out what have you might be. See, Kruven, where would you say we, we are what? We would, I would say we are about 20 metres away from the pitch where we are now. Yeah. 
I mean, I think we actually do have a good seat for a yeah, band for four a band seat. Four, it's, I mean, they, I've always thought we've got yeah, quite so a good deal. Yeah, it's a good seat. So we're looking at some of these examples we've got here from pictures of other peoples who've got band one seats. They don't even look like they're 20 metres to the no, people. Well, no, no. Let, me, let me tell you about mm. band one. The, the interesting thing about band one, only, by the way, technically their price is going up because although they've got a 3% discount, they've got a 5% increase this year. Yeah, yeah, and you've got to remember... Sure. That if you sit on the, the halfway line, so I know Graham Howlett from KUMB actually is by the dugout, so he's close to the halfway line and he's band one, yeah? Mm-hmm. If you want to be band one, you've got two choices, right? And you want to be by the halfway line. You can either buy the Boline Bar, which is a few tickets left. That is £2,016 a year plus a £500 joiner fee and you have to sign up for three years, so it's about six and a half grand. Right. If you're not prepared to do that, you have to buy one of the new tickets called the 1966 tickets. It won't surprise you that there are 1,966 of them on the halfway line on the other side in the East End, and you've got to pay 1,100 for that. So that's an increase as well. Although we've got pictures of Band 1 tickets, and I've got two examples here, we've put them on the Facebook group. People on Band 1 who sat on the halfway line will not be able to do that unless they pay extra. Um, so that that seems... To, apparently, the East stand is going to be 20,000. Have they said how many of that the, is going to be band one or band where two? Where the away end is, yeah. Have the away end, we do that? know, will be upper and lower. It, it goes... Is it, will it be like, uh, uh, like a lot of them, Emirates and other stadiums that are that Just shape? Just in the normally corner. Have them like in the, where they yeah. normally would be in the... Yeah. Yeah, where no, they are now, but just we have seen it, and we, we have got where they're away, but it is a, yeah. it's not they're not putting them just up in the gods, mm. yeah, they're, they're lower as well. And I want to sit in the lower, I don't want to sit in the thing is, will they concede more? Well, it's not going to make any difference, um, is it? Let's face it, we, we will the club still cons- be rubbish. Is there like <laughs> a, a, a <laughs> maximum? Well, Sorry, go on. No, you know, like you, you can allocate tickets for away fans, is there like a a set number you have to give, or is it like say between two thousand yeah, well, and five thousand? Cup games because you're fifteen percent, which yeah, is yeah. But I mean for Premier League games because the amount of fans you'll get that will want to go to the Olympic Stadium that haven't been for the Olympics, because yeah. they didn't get the yeah. chance to or live further away, that could be a profitable I, thing. I, I think I think they will probably people. sell up to fifteen percent. So mm. they've got um, for cup games they've got up to eight thousand one hundred. I wouldn't be surprised if they're prepared to sell up to 8,100 to away games. Mm. That's, that's rubbish. As well. Well, I, just I mean, why don't we just buy BAM 5 and sit right up in the gods? If we're going to have a crap view, let's have the crappiest view. I just see. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At least and then you won't, you won't know who scored. So <laughs> yeah. you can just cheer yeah. anyway. I, I just watch just see what Sean does now anyway, to be fair. That's what watch he does now. Watch on the dodgy stream via <laughs> iPad. We, we can be an iPad wanker at the back. I just thought it was quite amusing. <laughs> Get arrested for that, Sean. <laughs> 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 yeah, sorry, sorry, John. Sorry, I was on like, iPad wankers. I, I, I thought it was quite amusing <laughs> on the day after it was announced because you had this 12 o'clock embargo and all that. <laughs> I was listening to the radio on the way into work, and you got Karen Brady on there, like trying to take all the plaudits for and challenging the Premier League to reduce season yeah. ticket prices Marketing. and all this, and Marketing. throwing Marketing. down the gauntlet to the Premier League. Where in fact, all they've done is they've had to price it accordingly, based on the fact that everybody's going there, getting a worse view, essentially, 
So you would expect to pay less. Yeah. And if you want to be comparable... It is, it is really clever. If, you're going to be, if you want to be comparable, you're going to end up paying more. It is clever. It's, Everyone it's I've spoken very to well done. outside of the... Is like, oh, they're getting a well good deal. Yeah, West End like, getting the, oh, West I was getting texts. Not really. I was getting yeah. texts off everyone, like all my mates that aren't West End fans, saying, Corey, your season tickets will be well cheap. And I'm like, well, yeah. it's not. It's, it's not a great be, bit of marketing. It's and this has got nothing to do with the, the TV view. deal. And this has got everything into filling the stadium. But see, this is, this is exactly where this Charlton thing, their argument dies. It falls down. Mm. It absolutely falls down. They're not, we're not getting a cheap deal. And, flooding the market you are if you want to go and sit in the gods it's like being in the O2 in the top top um, the back, back of the O2 it. you yeah, can't see back we the sugar babes we just can't hey. see them but <laughs> it is it is a clever trick um, and some people put lots of lots of the media bought into it but some people didn't didn't they I know that damn Cundies, that show they do and that they were... Well, do you know what? I've been trying to work out. I've been trying... I was with, with Nigel today. Nigel's written an article which we've got in front of us as a preview called London Calling, which is a, against the whole pricing thing, which we're, we're going to edit, or I'm going to edit and put up on West Ham Till I Die. Um, but do you write for West Ham Till I Die? Not lately a lot, but mm. I, I do occasionally. Um, and he's, he's tried to lay it all bare um, with a slightly cringy. Uh, <laughs> version of London Calling, which I don't know if I leave in or not, Nigel. But we we'll see how we get. Ask him to record it you and we'll play it on the podcast. Sing it, yeah, yeah, we 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 get him to sing one live. But nice. you know, it is a point that it may backfire on them. Well, I don't know until we have the map and the or the diagram of the seats and where there will be, how many of them. It's impossible to say whether we're getting a comparable view or a comparable seat. And of course, we've got a view here, haven't we? We've got this view here of a, a, a bond uh, a bond holder who is a number is a, a band one with pictures in front of us. So we've put it on the Facebook group. And he's got quite a good line by the halfway line, I think just behind the lower tier in maybe this area where there's a void, a gap at the moment. to do picture with measurements. Um, he, and he's, uh, he's Simon Mann, by the way. He's um, the chair of Sydney Hammers. Um, so you get painful. But it looked quite impressive when I first saw it. But as we've been looking at it, we're seeing well, as the distance. As we've been looking at it. As we've all been looking at it. <laughs> no, you you pointed out that actually the distance from the pitch and the gap between the playing, you know, uh, the markings and, and the seat is, is quite significant, isn't it? I'd say if that's, that's comparable to our view where we are now. In distance yeah. from where we're sat to where this, the person bought. By the way, bondholders can yeah. buy two extra tickets, three extra tickets actually. So he bought one ticket eight nine nine plus two extra ones at ninety nine quid. That's the other thing we could do. One of us could buy a two hundred eighty nine pound ticket. And the rest of us could buy ninety nine pound tickets for under sixteens and bunk in. That would reduce our outlay <laughs> to around about seven pound a game. Well, on there, I don't know if it's the pit. You can't even see the hoardings the other side. You can't even see the writing on it. No, you can't. And <laughs> I've got my glasses on. Oh dear. What do you, What do you think of the other uh, one of the one? Well, and I think the, and the, I, the other. I actually think this one's slightly better. Do you from the other side? But the other put... side. That's in the West End, by the way. Yeah. But he's, this this view. This is a band one person again at eight eight hundred ninety nine pound. They're almost in line. With the D of of the 
six yard box. Yes, now, if you look at the Bolin, that would have, that would have been a band <coughs> two price at the Bolin. Yeah, but look, it's how been sold big as a band the, one. The home of football signers. That's I just huge. Think, look, at the end of the day, <laughs> so big. John, yeah. what's, I mean, what's going to happen is, is they will they will get a significant drop off of. Old school, old time West Ham fans, but, but they bring new ones. They in? will get a whole new generation of young yeah, of French people traveling over from <laughs> Boulogne. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. There'd be a load of youngsters who, who look forward, really looking forward to going into a new stadium and yeah. just want to want the going, you know, the whole experience of the Olympic stadium and that. Mm. They, they've never, they to be fair, I've never experienced the experience of the bowling before it was even well, like it is buy, now, you know. Yeah. Let's buy £289 tickets and it won't matter, and some child tickets won't matter if we go or not. Well, let's have a look. When we go to our reservation centre, let's have a look can't at it. Downgrade. You can't, you can't downgrade. You can't downgrade. Oh, it's my rule. goodness. You can't downgrade. <laughs> you can't downgrade. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled that out, have yeah. you? <laughs> you can't downgrade. So, oh, you can goodness. upgrade, but you can't downgrade. <laughs> You're joking. Now, the reason they say you <laughs> they can't got downgrade... they like, big money bags with like, money signs <laughs> on them. The problem is, they say, buy. why you can't downgrade is <laughs> it would be unfair to the people below you. So the band one... There's no one below us. <laughs> We're in band four. We're the lowest, no We're the lowest to go. Yeah, but there are other band four people below us. If we've got a better seat than people behind us, then we could... Put the people outside. Oh, I know. Band five <laughs> might be different. Band five. It's not, is it? No. <laughs> you can't downgrade. It says in the FAQ, you can't downgrade your seat. You can't oh, downgrade your van. That, that, atrocious. I, that, that answer that I read out earlier. Should we start up a new man. club? So, yeah. West Ham Athletic. Yeah. What is meant by a comparable seat? And then at the end of it, it says, no two seats will be exactly comparable. 
<laughs> the quality of each seat inside what a is great subjective. Don't for downgrades. See what it says <laughs> about downgrades. At the, end, at the end of the day, loads of people will love it, loads of people will hate it, and that's pretty much where our club and is at the moment. It's like Allardyce. Can I choose a seat in a lower price band? Any season ticket holder wanted to choose a seat in a lower price band, and the equivalent bowling ground may do so, but they have to wait until all current season ticket holders from that band have had the opportunity to select their seat. This is to protect the rights of season ticket holders in lower price bands and ensure they are no way disadvantaged by the process or by their fellow supporters. So we might be able to get one because we're in the lowest band. There's no band below us. Yeah, we might be able to. So we yeah. might be able to, Sean. Check that out. Oh, check it out. I'll ask that question. Because we'll get it on the FAQ. Yeah, because I'm not, I'm not going to pay eight or 900 quid. So if I, if my view in my band four is pretty rubbish, I might as well I'm just, just play the 289 and go sit at the I bathroom. might go for the uh, 1966 one so I can have a cushion... And my name on the seat. Do you get your name on the seat? You get your name on the seat. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. money well spent. <laughs> well worth it. For £1,100. I bet you seat. will actually do that, won't you? I, I like it. <laughs> Be bigger press box. If you lot stop going, I'll just try and blag a press box pass anyway. <laughs> anyway, anyway moving on to the manager issue. Love or hate the, seat, the stadium, love or hate the manager. Yeah. So, I mean, this is Sean? what's domineering... Everything at the moment. Well, I mean, I think there's complete apathy. But the, the, the thing that won't go away in the papers every day yeah, it Dubai, is, Dubai. you know, will the manager stay? Will the manager go? I mean, most people, I think, think he will go. There's no way back. Another and who will replace him? So I caught up Should with a friend of the podcast, Hugh Southern from Clarence Hugh, uh, earlier to uh, debate all about who the next manager might be. And we welcome back to more than just a podcast, friend of the podcast. Hugh Southern from Clarendon Hugh. Evening. Hi. Evening, Sean. You okay? Yeah, not too bad. Yeah. Oh, it must be a few hours since we last spoke to each other <laughs> in, in one of our creative meetings. Absolutely. So it's, it's getting a bit hard nowadays. It gets harder it? and harder. Um, it's just sad, really, because, you know, the backdrop to everything is the subject that we're all deeply aware of and probably have been for the last two years, if the truth's known. Yeah. I've, I said earlier to you today that apathy rules, that um, I haven't actually watched the last three matches. I didn't watch Stoke, I didn't watch Man City, and I didn't watch QPR. And I don't think I missed a lot. I think my response was that um, I was finding it harder and harder as well, that I was watching it almost out of a sense of duty. And we, that's awful. You know, when you come to the point with your football team that, you know, it's difficult to watch, and it certainly was on Saturday again. It was pretty dreary and dull. Uh, you know, just want, let's, want, let's, let's start the cricket. <laughs> yeah. Let's get the cricket season here, you know. Well, let's talk about the elephant in the room, yeah. uh, or Sam Allardyce, as we call him. Um, I know we've spoken about this before, but I don't see any way back for you, for him now. No, no, I don't think so. Even, even, I, I just even see it, even if, we couldn't find the right manager, and he was offered a short-term contract of, let's say, 12 months as a stopgap. I just see Sam Allardyce and his pride not accepting well, pride anything it, Sean. a long-term deal no, absolutely. at an increased wage. Absolutely. Um, that, that, that is not Sam Allardyce, is it? I mean, I, I don't doubt for a single moment that there will be clubs looking at him now. I mean, we hear Fulham are keen. Um, or if not keen, they're being reported as being interested. There's always going to be clubs that need Sam Allardyce. Um, I've argued consistently, as you know, 
for a long time that we're past that point now and we need to go to another I mean we need to go to the next level I, I, I really yeah. do thank him though for everything he's done yeah. um, he's stabilised yeah. the club he's brought us back but um, you know it's like the general election isn't it really you know you come to a point sometimes where you think everything needs freshening up now um, we're going off to the yeah. Olympic Stadium we're a club with aspirations and you know I don't think I'd and, and, and we've got David Cameron, the leader of the free world, as a fan. <laughs> We're doomed. We're doomed, Sean. We, we won't get into politics anyway, Hugh. <laughs> let, let, let's move on to talk on, about on. The, yeah, the, I, I, the candidate for the race. You know, um, on, on Clarence Hugh, you talked about a surprise addition with Michael Lauber. Mm. Um, we've heard that Eddie Howe maybe have a chance. Mm. We've heard about uh, Billick. We've heard about David Moyes. Some papers are saying that he's the front runner. W- what's your short list in, in, from what you're hearing, and, and where do you see it going towards the end of the season? Well, what I've been told is um, that there are two lists. There's, if you like, an elite list, which uh, has on it Benitez, Bilic, uh, Bielsa, I don't think it's beginning to sound like the B team of the 60s, isn't yeah. it? Um, How about Klopp? Sorry? How about Klopp? Is he uh, on Klopp that Klopp is list? Uh, allegedly on there. Um, I'm told, actually, categorically, that he he has, if not been directly approached, they have approached him through other parties. He's, he, I've been told that he will make his decision in the middle of next month. Um yeah. There's many who argue, and I can see the logic of it, that he created Borussia Dortmund in, if you like, his own image. It wasn't a major club until Klopp went there. And he may feel that he wants the challenge of achieving that again in the Premier League. And rather than going to a Manchester City or whoever it might be, I mean, Chelsea's not available, Arsenal's not available, that he could be tempted to go to a West Ham and and turn it into a great club. Uh, well, we're a great club anyway, but into a, into a into a team that is challenging um, for stuff. So it's an interesting point of view, don't you think? Yeah, it, it, it certainly is. I know when we ran a a, a poll on uh, Clarence Hughes, uh, Benitez uh, came out top. I don't think Klopp was on that that as an option, but certainly Benitez seemed to be the fans' favourite. That's right. Where, That's right. Where's your favourite out of that list that we just mentioned? The, li- Where the list that we've just mentioned, I've got to be frank, I mean, obviously, you know, you'd have to be mad not to like Klopp. Um, he would create a tremendous rapport with our fans. I mean, he's a bit mad. Um, you know, he, he, he's very demonstrative. He's very lively. He's great with the press. Beyond everything else, he plays great football. Uh, and, and with his reputation, he could attract great players. Whether he can attract a great budget out of the Davids is is a question that needs to be asked. Um, I kind of feel that, you know, being a hammer, I get despondent before I get optimistic. And I, I just somehow can't see it, can you? I mean, there, there's so many big clubs across the world that yeah. want him. I personally would like... I, what I think we'll finish up with is a Bielsa or a Laudrup or the man I'm told is top of the list is top of list two, which is um, what well, I'm Let's move to. on to list two. So what is list two? List two is the list of candidates that they turn to if they can't attract anybody from list one. List one, list one as I say, having the three Bs plus Klopp plus Moyes, Bilic, Bielsa, Benitez, Klopp and... Um, 
the other one, <laughs> Moyes. Um, yeah. And then there's a list too, if they can't get any of those. Now, I believe that, Ed, well, I don't believe, I know that Eddie Howe is top of that. And that that is the list that Michael Loudrup is on. Um, right. Now, this, yeah, knowing as much as one does about that situation demonstrates, I think, that there can't be a way back for Sam. It seems to me they are determined, absolutely determined to replace. I have always liked the way Loudrup plays his football. What I don't quite like so much is the fact that they seemed very, very keen to get rid of him very, very quickly. And there may have been more to that than meets oh, the yeah. eye. So I, I don't know. Yeah, I've heard that too, but nothing we can talk no, about um, no, on not a at podcast. All. <laughs> um, Allegedly. But if you're looking at it in purely football terms, football says, yeah, he goes sideways a bit, but then so do Barcelona. But he does play in a particular way, and I think it's a way that most West Ham fans of a certain age, perhaps, would favour. Um, that's... I spoke to Frank McAvenny for Claret and Hugh, as you know, and Frank had absolutely no um, problem at all in naming Eddie Howe as the man. He said, Eddie Howe is the one that I want. He said he'll get the ball down, he'll play great football, um, he'll give West Ham back to the fans. He's English, he's got everything going for him. And as I think I told you this morning, Sean, when you look at his record, it was this weekend, or this weekend just passed six years ago, that Bournemouth, who tonight are on the telly against uh, Bolton and can virtually you know, be in the Premier League if they win it, it'll just be a mathematical yeah. thing on goal difference. Um, he actually saved them from extinction from the Football League by beating Grimsby um, in the last match of the season. And since then, look where they've gone. Now, as you rightly said, they've had new owners, there's money being pumped in, and of course we need money. But you've still got to be a pretty good manager to achieve that sort of situation inside half a dozen years with the way football is now. Um, I think he's got a lot going for him, and I know that he is going to be a fantastic manager. Whether it's too much of a uh, leap at this stage, people can make their own minds up over. But I'll tell you what, I wouldn't be unhappy if he came in with somebody like Trevor Brooking alongside him. Yeah, I don't know. It still seems a big gamble to me. I think historically we know what the two Davids are like. You know, they make the decision at the end of the season. I know a lot of people are cause it, calling them to sack Sam now, but they do what they always do. And, you know, I understand that Karen's come in for a lot of stick, Miss Brady or Lady Brady, but what else should, can she do? They've got to back the manager at the end of the season. They're not one of taking risks. You know, they got burnt with Avram Grant. I think preferably they'd like an English or British, because Moyes is Scottish, uh, manager. They would like a manager with Premier League experience um, because I think with one season to go, they won't take a lot of chances. And I know, I don't doubt that those people are in the list, but when it comes down to it and the board sit down and really look at the candidates and interview them and everything else and, and availability, um, my money's still on David Moyes. I don't care what people say. <laughs> my money's still on David Moyes. I can't argue with any of your logic at all. I think everything you said up until naming your man was absolutely spot on. Um, whether it will be David Moyes is quite another question. Um, it's mm. still not certain that he wants to come away from Spain. Um, 
I think that, yeah, I can understand why they would want him, but it is, as many think, much of the same again. It's much the same again as Sam, but then maybe that's what they want. I mean, they, 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 they just want a safe pair of hands. I hope that's not what they want. I really do hope that they go out on a bit of a limb whilst not taking too much of a rough risk. If they can't get uh, any of the other four in that list, I'd love to see Bielsa at the club. I think that would be tremendous fun. Um, if they can't get Benitez, if they can't get Klopp, well, I, I personally look and say, I want somebody who's going to play some football. I don't know how to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I agree with you, I think, on Eddie Howe at this stage. But having said that, um, I don't think you can answer his achievement. I mean, as I say, by later tonight when this podcast goes out, he could have led them into the Premier League in six years. And I don't, I don't think you can really use the word again. I don't think you can answer that, Sean. Yeah. Anyway, changing the subject mm. a little bit, because this is one that's going to run and run, and it won't be answered until the end of the no. season. So we, we will speculate there. Uh, a few media outlets, including the Metro and a few of the other uh, tabloids, are, are carrying that... Um, uh, Jantic uh, Andre Pierre is going to sign on a free transfer um, in the next few days. Have you heard anything about that? I haven't checked it out today. Uh, I saw it um, just as I saw a little later that we're supposedly as well chasing the uh, Bournemouth striker, which is interesting given all the circumstances. Um, yeah. Callum Wilson. Um when I asked a few days ago, um, I was told quite clearly, what's the point in discussing players until yeah. we know who the manager is going to yeah, be? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. And, and this is a recycled one, you know, this um, French international. He's, he's, he, gets, he gets drawn up again and again every transfer window, and I guess. The, the the traditional news media are are like us finding it difficult to find stories. Well, and, yeah, I mean, and, the, 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 the you know, transfer news is coming up and maybe being recycled, or is that a bit unfair? No, I think it's probably true. I think it's quite <laughs> right. I think the I'm trying to recall the last name, the central defender, is it Obiana? Um, the fella out in Italy at the moment, central defender. I'm, I haven't got anything in front of me, so I can't recall his name quickly. I think he's being done, um, uh, and I think they, they were interested last season. I do hope I've got his name right. Um, and I think they're doing that, um, and which would suggest that Alex Song won't be doing a deal here, if, yeah. if that's correct. Even though he says he wants to stay, but uh, we'll wait and see. Anyway, um, I'll, we better move on. Two quick questions, yeah. Hugh, before you go. Mm. First one. Uh, your hammer of the year. We're, we're approaching the time where everybody's voting now. Who, who would it go to? We know we've done a poll. We know who would probably win it. Uh, landslide. But who's your hammer of the year? My personal hammer of the year, and this is much to do with his passion and the way he's embraced the club and where he's come from as a surprise to everybody. I, I, I would have to say it's Sacco. I mean, I'm not at all complaining of the fact that Cressy is going to get it because he's had a wonderful yeah. season. Um, but everything about Sacco, I love. I, I really yeah. do. He's, a, he's passionate. Yeah. I, think, I think he will get, I think he'll get run I hope so. I'm sure he will get a award for so. goal of the season, etc. Right, second question, quite simply. Uh, what is it? Three games to go. 
Um, or is it four games? I can't remember. That, that, that's my interest level. But we're playing Burnley at home. We've got Burnley at home. Um, we've got Newcastle last game. And we've got Everton. And we've got Everton. Everton beat Man U 3-0 on Saturday. Yeah. So, score. Score line or, or prediction for uh, Burnley at home this Saturday? Dare I actually say what I really think? Go on. Nil-nil. I nearly said <laughs> I nearly said nil one. I nearly said And I will be taking my son. It's kids are a quid. It's the only way they've sold All out. All the best uh, for that, Sean. Yeah, I know. Uh anyway, it'll be fun. Anyway, Hugh, thank Huey. I thank hoped you were gonna man. ask me how many points by the end of the season, but um, Yeah, go on, tell me how many points. One. Quickly give me a number. One <laughs> It's you been so be right. disappointing. I'm sorry to yeah. I'm sorry to be a wet blanket, but like most other people I just want I want to watch Kent play cricket again this year. <laughs> yeah, I've had enough yeah. of it now. Anyway, Huey, thanks for being on more than just a podcast as always, and people can always keep up to date uh, at ClarenceHugh.info. Absolutely, Shawnee. Thanks very much, mate. All nice right. to be with yes, you again. Yes. Take care now. Bye. 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 Thank you, Hugh. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. <laughs> What's your view on Eddie Howe? I can't. I haven't listened to that interview yet. I'm going to listen to it when I listen back to the podcast. So Don't ask me any questions about the interview. All right, OK. Well, <laughs> I haven't listened to it. I'm just going to tell you next week. We'll just ask us questions right, then. Um, I would like Eddie Howe as our next manager. I, I believe in giving youth a chance. OK. Even cool. if he's tr- untried and untested in the Premier League. Who cares? Anyway, anyway we're short of time anyway. John will say it's too long. I'm not going to be going there it's for running much too long. long. We're yeah. 53 yeah. minutes. Um, we've got loads of questions and stuff. Yeah. I think... I've I don't think there's any way they would even employ someone who's not going to guarantee... It's going to be David Moyes, isn't it? If, if Allardyce goes, they it's going to be David they, Moyes. If they don't, if they don't get way. Moyes, they will keep Allardyce, I think. No, it won't happen, John. Because I said on there, Allardyce will not accept a short-term contract. And he, he's, he's, not, he's not going to sit around waiting to see if they get Moyes. Yeah. Is he? Yeah, maybe not. I, don't think, you, it's it, a I think it's pretty clear he doesn't want to be here either. Yeah, yeah. Right. So where are we? We are on... Studio. This, oh no, we're not. Morning's <laughs> podcast fantasy league update. 178 of us are taking part. The leader is still Hick Chidurchi in first place. 48 points ahead of second place, so he's flying. Yeah. Jeremy Pike is in second. Sean stays at 37th. George is up to 97th. Well, you've, you were broken 100. Oh, yeah. Reese is down, oh. 153rd. Oh, my team's quite good. I don't understand why. Um, oh, John no, is down again not. to 167. Well done, John. Uh, just 11 off the bottom now, John. Caesar is still at the bottom. You, What's his you team? Read out his team? What's his name? His team is Nerto Deluxe no, Brutal Nitro, 11. I right. just that wrong. Nitro it's Deluxe like Brutal. That's the song reference. 11. That's 11. 11 uh, it's time for this. Yes, it's paper to question time. It's where we ask you, the listener, to get involved with us, the podcasters. Um, by George. visiting faith.com <laughs> forward slash more than just a podcast. You only have one job. What happened? Well, I was busy today. Huh. Well, your job usually is to put a question on early. I'm going to start. It's not actually one of our questions, but it was asked to us. I promised him I'd ask us all. Lewis John Trance says, Are you going to the game on Saturday? If so, where are you drinking? Black Lion. Yeah, before. And there is a, I was going to say it later, but there's a West Ham Till I Die drink up at Miller's Well after the game as well. It's my last game of the season, guys. Yeah. 
I'm not going to Everton. Why I know that. So I'm going to uh, the Sevens at Twickenham. Right. Black line more, before. More entertaining. Millerswell afterwards. You come in Millerswell afterwards for the yeah, West Ham side day? John's I don't want to get don't want to get too drunk. I'll have a couple, but yeah. I want to stay up for the Mayweather fight. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be drinking particularly. I might be taking Zana as well. So yeah, I've, I've taken Finley because it's my daughter's birthday on Saturday. Oh, well, no one's going to have a drink with me then. Yeah, well, well, just me by myself. Last oh. game of the season. Hey. <coughs> uh, there you go, Lewis. See you in there probably. You just, look, Lewis. just look for Sean. He's the one who looks like Sam Allardyce. <laughs> uh, Sean asked earlier on the Facebook page, which is facebook.com forward slash monitors a podcast. We are podcasting tonight. Anything you want to ask or chat about, or does apathy rule? Surprised you spelled that all right, Sean. Yeah. yeah. Did, you uh, did you spell that? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Aaron Sean Watkins says questions for when we move Prezzo or ZZ? Prezzo. Prezzo for me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Nando's or KFC? I don't know if there's a KFC at Stratford, is there? I think it's just yeah. for Nando's. 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 Champagne bar or cocktails in TGI? Cocktails. Champagne. Go on the cocktails. Champagne. I'll go for cocktails. Uh, and we, he says, we have to know our new pre-game adi- traditions as they no longer want, want us to be a going to the pub club. Uh, did has the that new been said? I don't know, is it? Oh, that's really... I think I we know, should have... Um, uh, what's, what's the stuff with um, Pims? We should have Pims o'clock before the game. We should have like a picnic. He also yeah. says, did the new <laughs> images worry you in regards to distance? Even tier one looks really far. Yes, we've, we've spoken about that mm-hmm. earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, from the last podcast, you wanted to know the song Nigel changed. Is it not Michael Jackson, the Jacksons, blame it on the boogie? can't remember what no, no Yeah, I think it is. That. He did text me after the game, actually. Yeah, I know. Uh, it didn't really work, though, did it? No. I think it was blaming it on the uh, Lewis game. John, Aaron Trout again oh, says, yeah, Does that. Sean know if the board actually want Europa League via fair play? I've read two separate reports saying they don't, but then they do. If so, and we qualify Sunday games in the last season at the Bolin, really? Most teams don't want Europa League, but do we as fans? 100% yes. If we win, and we are still... In, by the way... This game is the last game that counts towards the Fair League. I don't know why, but um, Burnley is the last game that counts. We are still top of the league by at least nine points. And I don't know about England being in third place. That's a difficult one to calculate. But I can tell you absolutely 100%, if we get a European place, the board will want to compete in it. So, yes. That to, see, that to me is the recipe for disaster. I'm just mm. telling you, new let's, manager, let's not debate it. Let's just say, answer the question. And Europa League football. You look at every team that's been in Europa League this year, they've all suffered for yeah. it. Depen- if you get a foreign one than an English manager or British manager, they have different opinions. A foreign one would want to go and win that. Going on a just quickly tour, on that, that because we've done European so badly as, an Eng- as a nation in the Champions League, we're potentially losing... Our fourth uh, place Champions spot. League, but not this, yeah. not next season. No, season after but do you, do you that know could affect. I'm guessing that affects Europa League. I can tell you another thing. Move everything up. Yeah. In 2017, the um, Europa Europa place for this will be going. So there will be no fair play spot for European League anymore. Interesting. Mm. 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 I see. Mm. Right, next. <laughs> Frosty. What was it? Frosty's. Eat cornflakes. They're good. <laughs> I love cornflakes. They're good. 
Uh, Nigel Khan says, does Sean know who will win the general election? <laughs> I think there's quite a lot of people in here saying, does Sean know? So d- Tim Sharman does, says, does Sean know when seating plans with bands will be released for the new stadium? Will, they will never be released until everybody has it's had their the reservation. So 40,000 <laughs> people will be going through the reservation centre. So not until May next year will they actually release the well, season. How, how come there'll be 40,000? I thought it was only current season ticket holders. No, on the because no, list. they've got people on the waiting list. Oh, right, um, okay. So 22,000 season ticket holders, and they're expecting people to add two on, and they're expecting lots of other people. So 40,000 are expecting uh, through the door. So Nigel then, so uh, Lewis said, does Sean know? Tim says, does Sean know? Nigel Khan says, does Sean know who will win the general election? Well, I've, we've just had a bet with John on that, so it will be a, a conservative coalition. Uh, We're getting dinner. That's sure and no then one. Nigel says, Aaron, it was indeed blame it on the boogie. Oh, Probably <laughs> the only <laughs> thing apart from himself that Fat Sam hasn't blamed this season. So what were the other Deshaun yeah. knows? I didn't, you didn't say. There was, there's there's three. We spoke about. Gary Prince says... Sam said in his evening standard column that it's a fact that you can't finish in the top ten with just seven clean sheets. How come Spurs finished tenth in 2002-3 to with only five clean sheets in 38 games? Is our manager too obsessed with clean sheets to the point of making up facts? Can we remind him, please, that goals win games? Mm. Goals win games. I like that. He likes his numbers, Sam. Goals win games. Oh, that's a good... He's given him a a stacked stacked back. Win matches, yeah. Catches draw matches. Points mean prizes. There you go. Mm. Point one point. Our survey says three. Two in a bed. Don't just watch the ads. Win them. Tim Sharman says, "Does oh no, I've read that one." Tom Wayne says, "What would you guys say is a realistic target for the club in five years' time?" Six. Yeah, realistic. A cup. Winning a cup. Winning a cup. Winning the cup and finishing sixth yeah. I, I, I think winning the cup. Rob Needham says, let's hear what the gaffer has to say and then pay him out. Well, they're not going to pay him out, are they? Because he's got like three games left, so why would they pay him out? <laughs> it makes no sense whatsoever. Is he gonna, do you reckon he'll play any youngsters? Talking of that, you see Teddy Sheringham wants the Pompey job. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Did you say, did he play any answers? That's one thing we haven't talked about tonight, is how well Reese Burke did at the weekend. Yeah, he did. He did. He had a good yeah, game. He was solid. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't watch it. But <laughs> <laughs> all right, I read reports that Reese Burke had right. What was game. that what, after that offside goal, Sean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I made admissions. <laughs> you called them the Hoopers. You called them the Hoopers. Hoopers. Hoops. Hoopers. <laughs> Uh, Vincent Matthews says, can Sean update us on the exact number of season tickets available when we move to Olympic Stadium? Will the club be altering any of their rules concerning ticket sharing? Sean? So, uh, you know, there's 54,000 of which 8,100 will be away. They will probably want to sell. A certain number needs to be sold back, but I, I, I would imagine they want 40,000. Season ticket holders. If they could, yeah, that will be their upper limit. 40,000 season ticket holders. I'll be surprised. Which is double the amount. They won't get that, I'll be surprised. but that will be the upper limit. I'll be surprised they wanted 40,000 as well. Why? Well, They will, because it's guaranteed. It's guaranteed. So why They will they take every season ticket holder. Now? If because there, there is a limit. For, if they've got a waiting list for season tickets, why would they not... The limit this season, by the way, is 26,000. Right, so they've upped it. They've upped it. So uh, that's um, it from 
the Facebook page. There, well, there was a second part to that question, wasn't there? That was, oh, yeah, sharing. Will, will, ticket will sharing. Will they be altering any rules around ticket t- sharing? I'm not, ticket not aware of that. I mean, Ticket Trader will still probably be in effect, but of course, you have to sell out 54,000 seats before Ticket Trader would become active. Um, so I think it's more doubtful that Ticket Trader will come into effect at the Olympic Stadium. You won't need it when you've bought your £289 season ticket. And Sean's and buying a. And the £99 tickets extra to make it up afterwards, yeah? If you say so. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. £99 uh, ticket is only £5 a game. Sarif says on Twitter, at more Podcast, why is Fat Sam, Sam still at the club? Because we, we don't want to go We don't play compensation. That's not what the two days Dave do. Boy says, when is the seating plan coming out? We've had that one... And will the Hudson Bay be empty with the new residence parking scheme? You're not asking me that one. Yeah, I'm looking you? at you, I, Sean. I got enough grief when we went to Curry Night the other night with one of our socialist friends who we went to school with, um, John and myself. He, he gave me grief about the article I did in The Guardian about social housing in Newham. So, um, Where's Hudson Bay? Do you know? I don't know. I don't know. We're, put, yeah, we're in is, Surrey. Right? Why would we know that? Uh, is, is Hudson Bay in Surrey? <laughs> That's Pat- his name. Patrick Temporilli says... We don't need Parkinson's. <laughs> Can we chat about the mental health of Nene after seeing Carlton Cole repeatedly brought on before him? It's a disgrace. He's just counting his Why money, Nene, though. He's Why not This guy was on 60 grand. This guy? <laughs> this guy was on 60 grand in Dubai, wasn't he? Was he in Dubai? Or some Qatar, Middle East. wasn't it? Ga- mm. Qatar, yeah. Why would you not start him? And... and he, He's taken a drop. I think he's on 40, 45 grand. Oh, my God. How on earth can he survive? I know. And, and he's not being played. He's not bothered. He's not his bothered at all. He might, he might have liked to have made a name for himself and got a permanent yeah, deal. true. True. Uh, predictions for Saturday. Who is it? Burnley. Burnley. Uh-huh. Uh, 1-0 win, Burnley. I reckon Burnley will win. They'll be up for it. I reckon it'll be a draw. They've got a win. I'm going to be the only podcast presenter who goes for a West Ham win. I'm going to say a 2-0 win for West Ham. There you go. I've said it. Cool. We're not that negative. Don't forget, but last thing, if you're going to be around after the game, Millerswell, West Ham till I die, drink up. Is Sacco back, um, Sean? Sacco, I don't know. I haven't got that information. Sorry. Apathy rules. Thank you for listening to Wanderers Podcast. Podcast. If you I listen to this long, that is, you might have yeah. told. It's, it's an hour and People six are probably minutes. asleep by now. Mm. Let's face it. Waking up for last week. A lot of people listen to podcasts in bed, so. Yeah. Sweet dreams. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> oh that sums you up. I'm right wearing up, headphones. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> just sums you up. That's woken them up. Sean's been annoying. Reese has been. John has been counting down the games. <laughs> we, we were said we were the most professional and well thought out podcast. We were, we were yeah. given that title by a listener. Thank you very yeah. much. Thank yeah. you. We took it as a joke. <laughs> we took it as it was meant. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll be back time. next week, probably. Yeah, possibly. <laughs> oh no, we won't. I oh, no, tell bank you why. holiday. It's bank holiday. Bank holiday. Right. So we'll all be. So we got one more to go. Yeah. Yeah. Throw us right out of kilter. Those bank yeah, holidays. No. There's another mm. one I can't do up Tuesdays. At the end of the season as well. We'll have to make the effort at the end of the season. Yeah. We'll do one at some. We point. do a live. Um, have a meal. 
do a live broadcast on Saturday. We can do that. Yeah, let's do a live broadcast on Saturday. Not a live broadcast, as so live. Let's do a uh, a live. Sure. Yeah, what you need to do is outside broadcast. What is you the need word. to do is download Periscope. Yeah, have I saw you, have that. You got Periscope? I, saw, I lost all Periscope. I saw it on. Um, well, let's 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 BBC open, Click. Let's open a podcast Periscope account. Yeah, and we can tell people to come to the game with us on Saturday. That'd I cool. love that. That'll be cool. I love that. Right, thank you for this morning's podcast. Oh, we've got to do a selfie in a minute and put it up on the Facebook group because I've got John's to do a selfie stick. It. John's no, loving it. Yeah. No. no, we'll just do it with our microphones, a little selfie stick. Just okay. As, you know. Okay. Yeah. Bye. Right. Bye. Bye. Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Bobby Moore. More than just a podcast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Come on. 